Hello everyone. Hi, this is Rahul, your filmy Banya, and today I'm so much happy that um, I'm finally I finally got to see the Joker film yesterday, and I also put a podcast uh, yesterday and talked about the fact that uh, you know what to expect from this movie, and I gave a curtain raiser, and here I am after watching the film at uh, one of the plushest theaters in Delhi called Inox, and um, so I was just thinking now. This movie is so much, so much, so much, so much. I mean, it's so much of content in the brain that it is taking me a while to process it and tell you what I feel about this movie. So, Joker. It, this is possibly the most uh, sought-after and most expected film to come out of Warner Brothers' stable this year. Everybody was talking about 20-25 years. Batman has been, uh, you know, all over the place since 1989, since 1966, in fact. Uh, in the comic books joker has been appearing since 1940s over 80 years of history and there's still no solo origin film and you know what uh, i was thinking about it and i saw an interview uh, of todd phillips and the cast of joker and uh, the inauguration of tiff the toronto international film festival where joker was the premier film is that um, he is openly saying that you know uh, there was no way, there is no origin to the Joker, so we had a very, very empty canvas. I mean, having said that, in movies you don't see an origin, but of course the comic book uh, shows us that uh, the Joker was a failed comedian. So they opened uh, the film, um, you know, the idea to do this film, opened the idea to do this film with no baggage. So I think the best way to watch this movie is to have no baggage of DC Comics. Forget about his, um, okay, you can't forget about it, but you just try to put for a minute aside uh, his adventures in Arkham Asylum, his uh, color, uh, his, uh, his fetish for colored clothing, for Harlequin and mad crime. And uh, let's give him some breathing space. And that's what I think Todd Phillips has done. He has given a breathing space to this character, the Joker. And uh, what used to, what according to me could have been a really big story with a big canvas because Joker is at the center of almost every big uh, incident which happens in Gotham City. And he's considered like the clown prince of crime and all other villains in the Batman stable are considered, if not inferior, uh, they play usually play a second fiddle to him. And uh, so I thought maybe, you know, maybe uh, this movie will have a big, big canvas. But the fact of the matter remains that the movie doesn't have a big canvas. It's ha- it has a very, very small canvas. It talks about this guy, Arthur Fleck, who, uh, which is Joker's uh, name. And uh, he's a failed comedian somewhere in Gotham City. And the whole city has been plagued in the 1970s with racism, civil rights movement, and stuff like that. And you get a sense of a gangster, uh, Casaveri's Scorsese type of film. And uh, you actually look at him as a human being in most of the film. He doesn't wear his signature colored mask all the time. In fact, you usually delve in his personal life. And I think getting Yakin Phoenix for this role uh, is the real pleasure here. This is absolutely like you, you know, you're watching opera. Uh, maybe I was watching some kind of uh, you know origin story, which is very philosophical at some level, and. Uh, for a minute, I thought it's like Taxi Driver, uh, the movie by Scorsese, where De Niro, who also stars in this movie, 
and I, I could think of Robert De Niro when I looked at uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix in this movie. And it's about this guy who's trying to make a living as a failed comedian and how he's crushed uh, blow by blow, uh, you know, incident by incident. And in fact, there is one of the very interesting conversation he has with uh, his psychiatrist. And he says, I really don't. And the Joker says, you know, that I really don't know whether I exist or not. And she asks why. He says, because people don't acknowledge that fact that I exist. I'm so much under the rubble and I still can't go up to the food chain. And because of that, I think uh, this movie has a very big message that uh, the biggest of movements and revolutions are created at the bottom of the pyramid. So Joker is actually at the bottom of the pyramid. He's not your uh, mega crime fire, mega crime uh, villain uh, who's from a very privileged background, uh, but he's you know he's not. Uh, he's essentially a guy with no superpowers. He has his own uh, you know he has his own issues and. He is very political in his thinking and that comes out in this movie a lot. That he uh, takes umbrage at the rich classes and he initiates what he thinks is his movement and his uh, pedestal. He goes to a higher pedestal and he thinks that I can change the world because the rest of the world doesn't deserve to be here. And there is this iconic line in the movie where he says, you deserve this. You get this because you deserve it. And that's where the philosophy of the Joker comes out is that, uh, you know, that the poor people are really oppressed and they're not getting any share of the spoils. Now, <laughs> let's try to look at uh, this iconic character. I mean, uh, it was, you know, Joker has been played by the best actors in the world. Uh, by Cesar Romero, Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger, Jared Leto, voiced by Mark Hamill in the cartoon series and Joaquin Phoenix now. So he has that magnetism, an arsenal which is a non-existent in the Marvel Universe. Marvel has the best heroes. But frankly, Thanos, uh, uh, you know, can be considered as a parallel, still doesn't have the emotional depth what Joker has because Joker has been written by artists for more than eight decades. And when it was created by Bill Finger and Bob Kane, they were basically, um, you know, uh, inspired by uh, the, the movie uh, wherein, uh, you know, uh, this failed uh, comedian in the 1930s and uh, called uh, The Man Who Laughs and uh, stars uh, actor Conrad Waite. Conrad Waite, he's a German-European uh, actor and the movie is again about this guy who's a failed comedian, uses the calling card of the Joker and uh, gets an injury while he gets a permanent smile. So, uh, you know, he is there, he, the jester and all of that. Uh, you know, there's this whole philosophy. In fact, uh, there are references that he has been inspired, you know, the, the character of Joker has been taken out from The Cask of Amontillado, which is a very famous book by Edgar Allan Poe. And they bring all that ethos uh, in the creation of the Joker. But in this movie, it's just Arthur Fleck and his story. Now, there are references to Fred Astaire, Charlie Chaplin's Modern Times, and the great classics of cinema that shows that he is taking inspiration from old Hollywood a lot. But at the same time, he idolizes Murray, uh, the famous comedian played by Robert De Niro in the movie, who makes fun of him. And it's um, basically Arthur's struggle and emotional catharsis with the rest of the society which he 
fine tunes and hones in becoming this super criminal. Now, there are things which can be taken home and uh, which can be learned. And then there are things which have to be like totally, been, you know, one has to just take care of that. So I don't think one should take all these negative things, his killing, his absolutely unstable condition, uh, when he keeps saying that, you know, I think I've lost it and uh, I don't know what to do. Uh, but, uh, and the guy at the Arkham Asylum says, uh, would you like, uh, and he, t- you know, I mean, he's talking to the Arkham Asylum keeper and he's saying, uh, you know, maybe I should get in here. I think I'll feel more comfortable. So it's these uh, things which uh, bring out um, uh, the entire juice of this film is that he is criminally insane, but at the same time, he's trying to fit in like uh, Christian Bale from American Psycho a guy who's trying to fit in into the system but some reason or the other he has not been able to absorb how the society works and it's there where i think the joker gets created that part of him his uh, part of him in this movie is very civil part of him it's really crazy but the real character leap happens is when he realizes the like he's more crazy and that's where the iconic line is i thought my life was a tragedy but it's actually a comedy and what uh, Todd Phillips has done is that he has, uh, you know, brought more creativity uh, to the character and there is no baggage. Uh, you don't see actually too much of Batman. You just see references to the Wayne family and Gotham. Uh, but you don't see um, anything to do with Batman. Uh, there are certain scenes which will remind you of The Dark Knight by Frank Miller and uh, The Dark Knight movie uh, as well from... Uh, uh, actually, both The Dark Knights, the... Uh, the movie made in 2013, the cartoon film, and the Dark Knight motion picture made by Christopher Nolan. Many sequences are from there. But overall, I think Phoenix brings his own immersive acting here. It's like you're watching a performance of a lifetime. I mean, we get to see his physicalities, his physical transformation, how he feels physically uncomfortable doing things what he's doing. And that's where this physicality is actually borrowed from Martin Scorsese's 70s classics, Uh, like Taxi Driver and uh, you see that um, struggling uh, lower class guy with no work and who gets laughed at many times and he thinks okay I'm gonna get back to them and I'll show them who I am and uh, I think this uh, emotional catharsis is really bought off well and I think uh, the movie really really you know creates an atmosphere which makes you uncomfortable so this movie is not for the faint-hearted it, uh, by the way, it's uh, very, very uh, gory and graphic. So be careful. I don't think you should take kids to watch this. And there's some phenomenal, uh, you know, supporting parts by Brett Cullen, who plays Thomas Wayne, uh, Bruce Wayne's father, Francis Conroy, his mother, and Zazie Beetz, his uh, supposed love interest. And uh, you see these interesting characters, but 99% of the film, I would say 90% of the film is Phoenix and some great amazing music from the 1970s, 80s rock bands. Uh, It all adds up to that narrative. It's not a very, very comfortable movie, but it's once in a while outing. And even if you love the Joker before or after, or you don't even know about the Joker, this movie is for you. It's gonna be heavy, so watch it at your own peril or pleasure, and let me know what you think of it. Many thanks for listening. This is Rahul, your filmy Banya.